Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Influencer Podcast, and welcome back to our final part, part four of our four-part Get What You Want 28-Day Challenge. If you have been with us over the last few weeks, you know what we have been doing, and it has been amazing. Over this last month of February, I have been walking you through tools that help you overcome blocks, realize what's possible, and get what you want. Now, this challenge also comes with an incredible study guide and a private Facebook community that has been phenomenal. We've been having so much fun in that community this month. I've been doing lots of fun giveaways. I've been going live to support our amazing challenge members. So if you haven't downloaded the study guide yet or joined our private group, please do that now. There is still time. You just go to juliesolomon.net slash free gift. And when you do that, you sign up for the challenge and then you get an email that gives you access to all of the great things. So um, the free study guide and then a link to the Facebook group. If you've already joined and you're like, where is my email? Just email us at support at juliesolomon.net and we will help you get access to the study guide because it's amazing and that free group. So if you are new to this, welcome. And here is how this works. The 28-day challenge is broken into four parts. So for the last 28 days, is that where we are? Yes. I have been coming here on the Influencer Podcast to share the challenge. And I've also been going inside the community group post-challenge for added support. So this challenge will end next week on March 1st with a massive announcement that you are not going to want to miss. It is about my book, and I'm so excited to share more with you. I think it's always funny when people are like, something big is coming, but I can't tell you what it is. It's like, no, I can tell you what it is. (laughs) You guys are smart cookies. You know what we're doing here. It is about my book, and I'm going to be able to finally share so much more of what is to come with this book and with a podcast tour and just a lot of really amazing things. So you will not want to miss that. Um, You can go again to juliesolomon.net slash free gift for access to everything else. But I want to let you know that next week's episode will be coming a day early on Tuesday, March 1st. So make sure to be on the lookout for that on Tuesday, March 1st, 3-1, And then that's when I'm going to share about this amazing announcement. So you're going to join us on the podcast next week. And then also happening next Tuesday, March 1st, I am hosting a free live Get What You Want virtual Q&A session at 6 p.m. Central. I am doing it with Talk Shop Live, which is this amazing platform. And this is going to be super fun and casual. You can join me next Tuesday night, March 1st at 6 p.m. Central. You can virtually bring your kids. Mine will be there. You can bring your wine. I will probably have some. You can wear your pajamas if you want and get ready to join me on this really fun virtual hangout where I'm going to share more about the book, how you can get your copy of the book and more tips on how to get what you want. This is completely free to join. You can join us at juliesolomon.net slash live. 
So all you have to do is just bookmark that link. If you go there right now, you will see um, a little teaser up and you can, you know, save a spot or send yourself a reminder. But again, that's March 1st at 6 p.m. Central. And we will make sure to put that link, juliesolomon.net slash live here in the show notes for you. And during this virtual hang, you're going to be able to really ask me anything that you want in real time. I'm going to be giving you exclusive access to my new book before anyone else. I'm also going to be sharing more about this next month. But if you know that you want to get your hands on a copy, join us for this live hang because you're going to get a signed copy if you join us for this live hang. You're going to get extra perks and bonuses that come with being a part of really just this celebration of um, what's to come. So it's probably going to last about 30 to 45 minutes. I I will stay on as long as you guys want to hang out because this is just going to be a fun party. And um, and we're going to just bring more joy into our evening. Again, completely free to join, super casual. You can bookmark juliesolomon.net slash live and join us March 1st at 6 p.m. I can't wait to hang out with you and really just talk about how we can start making a massive difference in your life and really in the world around us. So we have some fun stuff coming up and I'm really excited that you are on this journey with me. It's been really, really lovely this last month and it's great to be able to end it with this fun live virtual hang. All right, it is time to dive into all that is good. Now we started part one of the challenge which covered what's holding you back and we went there. If you already have the study guide, you know how deep and transformative those questions are. If you want to go back and check that out, you can. It's episode 250. Then in episode 251, we covered the next step, which was step two or part two, where we unlocked what do you want, which you can recap. And then last week, we completed part three, which created an important key to getting what you want, and that is creating boundaries. Now, we cannot get what we want if we abandon ourselves, and boundaries really are the solution to that. It was an amazing episode, and you can recap that on 252. Now, today we are finishing our challenge with part four, finding your purpose. All right, let's get to it. So with finding your purpose, I can't really teach you how to find your purpose because I was someone who could not find mine for a really long time. But it is my hope that I can give you guidance. And just from my own experience, I can give you guidance and some steps and some tools that will help you not only find your purpose, but start living it. So I want to share a little story with you. A few years ago, I was fired from a PR client of mine after an accidental booking issue that happened. And um, I share a lot of the details of this in the book, but basically long story short, it was me and my business partner. We had been working tirelessly many, many months on this book project. And there was a little snafu and we were fired on the spot. And my body literally broke out into these like cystic hives for about a week. Nothing like this had ever happened to my body. I was beyond exhausted from working without a purpose and losing my passions and losing myself. I was hateful to my family. I was irritated. I was anxious. I couldn't sleep. 
And I, it, I was just trying everything that I could just to claw my way up this cliff, right? And my body broke out in hives. And I remember feeling so embarrassed because that evening I had to go to this event. This is when we were living in Los Angeles at the time. And a lot of events in Los Angeles are, you know, red carpet events with photos and all of that. And I was going to this magazine uh, launch and I put this hat on and I caked all of this makeup on my face to try to hide it. And I just looked like a mess. And I remember walking in and my friend Derek, you know, who I love him so much because he's going to tell me like it is. He was like, girl, like what is, what the F is going on? And I was like, I don't know. This has never happened to me. And he was like, you, you're, you look a mess. You look depleted. You look exhausted. I'm worried about you. And I was like, I know I'm worried about me too. I don't know what to do. So a few days later, these hives were still all over my body. I mean, from my head to my legs everywhere, they wouldn't go away. My dermatologist couldn't explain what was happening. My cortisol levels were shot. I couldn't sleep well. I was clearly just suffering from that limit, right? And I'm sure you, you've been there of just that pure limit of exhaustion. And I felt so hopeless and helpless. I didn't know what to do. So I called my girlfriend, Alicia, and I explained to her what was happening. And she recommended that I go speak to a life coach that she knew. And this life coach was kind of part life coach, part intuitive, part energy healer. And I was like, girl... I don't need no energy healer, you know, like I need help, not an energy healer. I was so hesitant and not that I didn't believe in getting help, but I thought first, I thought that that just sounded too ethereal. You know, the second thing was that I thought that life coaching, that type of stuff was for people who were sick or depressed or going through a divorce. And at the time, I didn't think that I was any of those things. So the thought of seeking help through a coach, really, it never occurred to me. And not that I didn't know that it existed, but I never thought I was someone who would ever benefit from a coach. I mean, after all, I had a college degree. I had professional success working at an agency and in corporate America. Now I was my own boss and it had been going well on paper, you know, until then. Um, I'd only gotten fired once and that had happened a week ago. Um, I had gotten through my first divorce. I was now remarried with my husband and we were, you know, really working on our marriage and trying to show up best for each other. So I kept thinking like, what the crap could a coach do for me? But I knew that whatever I was doing was not working. I remember looking in the mirror and not even recognizing the person that I saw. And I am a believer that our body is a temple. It really is our temple. And a lot of times our body will kind of show us what we refuse to see. And my body was showing me. And so I was like, fine, I will call this coach. And so her name is Nicola. And I call Nicola to hear about who she was and how she worked. And she seemed great. She was calm. She was peaceful. She's from the UK. So just her accent alone put me like in this tranquil space. And to my surprise, it felt right. Like though I couldn't place my finger on why, I just felt this sense of relief after I got off the phone with Nicola. So 
I get off the phone and I look in the mirror at my broken out face and body, you know, feeling that knot of depletion in my throat and just the tears of exhaustion swelling my eyes. And I thought, well, maybe a coach could do something for me. I mean, my friend had seen some great shifts working with one and I knew other women who had. So perhaps I could stay very open-minded and not assume that I wasn't teachable or I wasn't able to get help. And, you know, maybe I could just get out of my own way a little bit and learn a different perspective and change some things. And that was the first key for me was that idea of awareness of, I didn't know what was best. And the more that I resisted not being able to listen, the more that I was just going to keep getting what I was getting. So whatever I knew that what I was doing wasn't working. And, um, even though how together my life may appear to be, or even be, because I am someone who is so relentless and so type a, that it takes a lot for me to get to this place and I can be buttoned up and have it all together, you know, and, and even not feel exhausted, even if I am, because I'm, I'm not tuned in. But as I started to get really tapped in and tuned in to what my body was saying, I just said, you know, I can't, I can't keep going on like this. And just because I wasn't living under a bridge or lying in a ditch with, with a needle in my arm didn't mean that I didn't need help. I mean, that's how. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business business for sponsoring the show. That is how extreme I would put the barrier between myself and asking for help. I literally thought that you had to be a drug addict on the brink of death to ask for help. And the reason why is that my origin story, which we've talked a lot about origin story during this challenge, it told me that therapy was weird and that asking for help was weak. And that depression or addiction or mental health challenges, those things were a choice that people made. That is what I was told to believe growing up, that um, it wasn't a disease or it wasn't a byproduct or, or some kind of trauma or trigger or thing going on inside me. So when I was able to, to identify this within my or, origin story, I was like, aha, well, of course I'm hesitant to show up and ask for help. I've been ashamed of it my whole life. I had this false belief that I had to know it all and that no one or nothing could help me as much as I could help myself. 
You know, it's that old saying, well, if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. And that's the thing with denial. It runs so deep. And I was truly in denial of this. But there was one thing that I could no longer deny. And that was that this coach had something that I wanted. She had peace. She had joy. She had purpose. She had serenity. She had this sense and this state of being. She was living her purpose by helping women become better versions of themselves. And that was like a magnet to me. You know, she made good money. She felt secure and safe in that. And most of all, she really had the thing that I wanted the most, and that was freedom. So finally allowing myself to work with someone helped me get clear on my purpose. It helped me niche down the passions that really fueled my purpose and those that didn't. And gain the confidence that I needed to create my very first course, which became the foundation of the business that I have today and gave me the confidence to launch this podcast. And so from that, from that awareness and from that choice of admitting to myself that I did not know what was best and that whatever this situation that I was in and this, um, just this grind that I had put myself in. I'm so, I'd become so powerless to it. So from there, I began working with more coaches and experts on various things that I started to see in my life and my business that I wanted to strengthen. And soon I felt this really positive shift in my friendships, in my marriage, in my relationships, in the types of clients and students that I started to attract into my work. And so working with a coach, really, it helped me create better boundaries. It helped me understand how to speak my truth confidently. And it helped me listen to others with more compassion. And most important, it taught me what I think is a lifelong lesson, at least for me. And that is, if you want to change your life, you have to find support and help from people that have the kind of life that you aspire to have. And so when I decided to be coached, I had to let my guard down. I had to admit that whatever this way of living was, was not working for me. And whatever these coaches had, like, I wanted some of that. I wanted to drink that Kool-Aid. I could no longer be afraid to share my thoughts or to ask those tough questions around my peers or my colleagues. I needed to trust the process and be willing to really receive it. And I think that is the thing. I spent so much of my life not being in that receiving mode. I was constantly in this reaction, this doing, this just like, well, well, tell me what I need to do and I'll do it mode. And that is so limiting and it's so blocking. And I think even at times there were probably other teachers and coaches along my way of life that probably tried to help me, that probably knew the pathway to all the things that I wanted. And they could have easily shown me that, but I I couldn't see it. I wasn't ready to listen. I wasn't ready to receive. And that was a big opening thing for me is that I learned in that process that I didn't have it all figured out. And the more that I was willing to just 
shut my mouth and open my ears and listen, truly listen, the more that things would start unlocking for me. Because you see, I always believed that I had really good ideas about how everybody else in the world should think and feel. And if they would just listen to me, (laughs) their world would be much better. And as shocking as that may have been, guess what? Julie Solomon did not have all the answers answers to the world's problems. I know that that probably shocks you, but I didn't. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny thinking back because I think that that's something, especially as women, is something that is really relatable. You know, I mean, how many times have you been maybe thinking to yourself, if your girlfriend's like telling you some kind of drama that she's in and you're thinking to yourself, you would just listen to me. I, I, I know that you would be better off. And maybe she would, but honestly, we don't know. We don't know. And so I learned through that, that, that being open to other ideas, to understanding potential other perspectives, really what I could root in. And that's where my purpose really started to unlock. I I learned that my purpose was creating a lasting impact in the lives of others. So really I could get what I wanted most, which was the freedom to live my life completely on my terms. To be that example, I had to lead and live by that example. And that goes back to what I was saying you know, if you want to change your life, you have to find support and help from people that have the kind of life that you aspire to have. And then you have to become that. You have to become the person that you aspire to be. And that meant laying new foundations in my work, in my relationships that would grant me greater stability. It meant investing in myself in ways that I had never, never dreamed possible. And I don't only mean financially, I of course mean financially, but I also mean emotionally, spiritually, that allowed me to achieve great clarity in my leadership and how I influence others. It meant letting go of my origin story that was keeping me from living my life to its fullest. So working with coaches and allowing myself to be coachable, I came to realize that my goal of constant achievement was destined to fail because it wasn't authentic, nor was it realistic. It sets us all up for failure because when we hitch our purpose to some achievement-based outcome, our satisfaction is wholly dependent on whether we get that result. And, you know, I did everything possible to help my client with his book launch, but due to circumstances beyond my control, he still was unhappy. And I gave it everything I had and I was totally passionate about achievement, and I still got fired. But when he fired me, did I fail at my purpose in life? No, I just simply hadn't predicted something that was outside of my control. So that's when I came to realize that there is a difference between passion and purpose. I think your purpose is the difference in the impact that you want to make on the world and in the world. Your purpose really comes from that steadfast voice within you, that makes you want to create change, that makes you want to really serve and give back. Your passion, I think, comes from your talents and your personality and maybe the timing in your life and your education and your experience and all these other things. And so simply put, I think your passion is what activates your purpose. 
You see, your purpose is the what. I'm sorry, your passion is the what. Your purpose is the why. I'm going to say that again because I got tongue tied. Your passion is the what and your purpose is the why. And so now I want to walk you through how I was able to identify my purpose. So if your purpose is your why, then that's going to be the foundation. It's that compass that really keeps us on track. So you must give yourself the permission to bring it to life. And that comes with being open, being able to receive, being coachable, all of those things. And as simple as it may sound, it can be very challenging. And I think for some people, it may take years or even an entire lifetime to find that purpose. Others may never bring it to life. Now, this tends to happen when we try to live our purpose for other people, or often people think their purpose must be for other people. And I don't believe that that's the case. I I believe that in order to truly find and live out your purpose, your purpose has to be yours. And I also believe that you know you have found your purpose when you get that feeling inside that just lights you up, excites you, warms your heart. And even though it may be a little scary, it makes you feel alive. It makes you feel empowered. It makes you feel invigorated. And your purpose, it should give you that clear focus. I think a lot of times, you know, and and I know on this podcast, there's so many of you, you're just like, I just feel stuck. I don't, I feel like I need a niche down. I don't have clarity. I just feel like I've got this veil. You know, I can't, I can't get the clarity. Well, a lot of times that comes from the fact that you're not clear on your purpose. You're not, you're not working on finding that because your purpose should give you that clear focus, then you don't even have to try (laughs) to get unstuck or get clear because your purpose does it for you. So something else that may get in your way when you're getting clear on your purpose is that obsession to the distraction and the hustle. We all have this false belief that you know, constant work and productivity and having to see something be true in order for us to believe it means results, right? Which will in turn give you purpose. But I know so many women who distract themselves with so much doing. So they actually don't have to do the transformational work. They don't have to really root into their purpose. But then what they're left with is little to no changes or results. So if you hear yourself saying those things, I don't know what to do. I feel burnout. I feel so overwhelmed. I just don't feel clear. I need more clarity. Know that you're not alone, but also know that that is a sign from your soul, which knows best for you to slow down and for you to listen and for you to, even though, you know, our soul, it loves us so much. Sometimes it wants to just tell us to shut up. Because it's it's screaming at us and we're not listening. So this is the time that you need to do that. Just as I did when I was really making that career shift and, and rooting into what my real purpose was. I had to get out of my way. I had to listen to what my heart and that inner guide and that soul and that inner wisdom, whatever you want to call it, just that still small voice inside of us, what that's saying. And if you've never heard that voice, I beg of you to take a few moments every day to just get quiet. And I know it can be hard. And I know that the the mind can start racing 
and you start thinking and you start resisting and you start wanting to do because that is the default that we go to. But I promise you it is there and it is dying (laughs) to come out. So I had, I knew that I had to make life lasting changes when I started to break out in hives. And, um, and that was really, that was the, the awareness for me. And so I encourage you to listen to yourself. Is there something happening in you or within you or around you that is that sign for you to maybe slow down and, and start living your purpose? And I think it's important to say that if the purpose that you have right now, you know, that if you feel like you're embodying your purpose, I want to also let you know that if your purpose doesn't give you a clear focus, you're, you're doing it wrong. And I know that's a little harsh to say doing it wrong, but I mean doing it wrong because you're not listening. Because if you were listening and if you were truly living out your purpose, you would have a clear focus. Like I just mentioned, your, your purpose will end up doing that for you. You don't even have to do anything. You know, it can, it can make you excited, but it should also center you and ground you and, and root you. Your purpose is, is really that steady anchor that sustains you. And so let's work on getting all this clear and tapping into that inner voice so we can find our purpose. I'm going to share some questions with you that you can journal on. Of course, they're in the study guide, so you can have them there. But the first question is, why do you get up every day to do the work that you do? Now, I want to say something to all you mamas out there. I would encourage you to not say your kids. And here is why. We all get up and do what we do every day for our children, right? So like that goes without saying. Remember, your purpose has to be about you. So if your children, I'm not going to say take them off the table because, you know, they're they're important to our purpose, but let's just kind of put them over here in this special little place where it's like, no one touches that. So without going to the default of always saying our kids, Why do you get up each day and do the work that you do? I really want you to keep the focus on you and not on the other people that you love in your life, because this is about listening to your soul light up. Okay. Now, the next question is what is distracting you from what you want right now? What is distracting you from what you want right now? The third question is what are you doing? And I put these kind of in air quotes here. What are you doing that isn't getting you what you want? Because if you, if you, if you know what you don't want, then you know what you do want. You're just not listening. I've learned that too. So what are you doing that isn't getting you what you want? And why? What do you think? Even if you just like, just get curious, like, huh, I keep doing this thing that I don't want to be doing. It, it exhausts me. I feel just depleted. I really don't want to be doing it if I'm being honest with myself. So why am I doing it? And, you know, it could be something as easy as like, well, I'm doing it because it gives me a paycheck, but Hey, that's good awareness. Or I'm doing it to please somebody. Okay. That's great awareness. Whatever that is for you. I just want you to get rooted in that. Why? Now I'm going to give you a couple more questions about defining your purpose. And, um, the next kind of series of questions, um, from this challenge is, you know, it it can either be personal or professional purpose. You get to choose on what you really want to focus on right now. Your personal and professional purpose could be the same thing. So why is your ultimate dream important to you? 
What kind of impact do you want to make? What is your purpose if you could boil it down to one word or sentence, just if you could? And if you say like, well, I don't know, well, let's act like you do know. And then what excuses do you think could get in the way of you living out your purpose? And then how do you plan to overcome these excuses? Now, again, these are all in the study guide, but I want you to take time to really root into these questions and see what comes up for you. And there's something else that I want to touch on that you may not have heard before, but I hope that you will find it useful. And you'll realize it's true if you listen carefully to what I'm about to say. I find it fascinating. There will never be an experience that you or I will have that isn't already a part of us. So there will never be an experience that you or I will have that isn't already part of us. Basically, what I'm saying is that if you spot it, you got it. If that still small voice starts to kind of light up and say things, listen to that because it's already a part of you. Don't diminish what you desire. Don't stagnate or suffocate what it is that your heart and your soul knows is true for you. That is where our purpose comes from. So just take a moment to kind of let that root into you. And just think about like, where do we experience the joy of a dinner with loved ones? Or where do we suddenly feel the love and gratitude of a relationship that we have with someone? You know, the the presence of a love that we didn't know before. A willingness to sacrifice something, to believe in something greater than ourselves. You know, every single one of those moments, it leaves a lasting impression on us because it is part of us already. And it is part of what makes our purpose what it is and makes it come to life. So the fact of the matter is that we are all vessels to something greater than ourselves. And we have been put on this planet to be that vessel and to carry our purpose out. And that means that anything that we see or that we experience outside of ourselves and whatever feeling big or small, good or bad or otherwise, it's already a part of us. We don't have to do anything. It's already there. And there is actually nothing more empowering, I think, than understanding this idea because it brings us to this truth. Stop looking outside of yourself. What we're looking at here is that our purpose in life is only as complete as we are moment to moment, no more or no less. Your purpose is not outside of you. It is inside of you. You know, looking to relationships are our children, our work, or validation, or achievement, or even just those happy things for a feeling of purpose is like trying to put a smile on your face in a mirror when you're still frowning. So just be aware of that when you're going through this exercise. Be aware that your purpose already exists and lies within you. And it's more than a feeling, it's that inner knowing. And when we look outside of ourselves to find our purpose, we're looking for our purpose because we don't feel complete within ourselves because we don't trust that soul voice, that heart voice, that wisdom. And if we can just believe that this is true, then we don't need to look outside of ourselves for purpose. We won't need to look outside of ourselves for that sense of freedom and wholeness that we long for. We first seek it within ourselves, and then the next steps will follow. 
So remember, you are the vessel. Let your purpose shine through. Right, guys. Next steps, next steps. We're doing so good. I'm so, so, so proud of you. This is such amazing, amazing work. And we are unlocking so much so quickly. So if you haven't done so yet, please download the study guide, join our private group. You will get all of that info in an email. Once you go to juliesolomon.net slash free gift, go back and listen to part one through three. If you haven't already take a screenshot of today's episode, share your takeaway with me on Instagram so I can share it with my community and then come back next Tuesday, March 1st, for a very special podcast episode where we wrap up this challenge, I share a massive am- announcement about the book and how to help you with next steps. You can join me live next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central for our virtual live Q&A hangout. You can save your spot at juliesolomon.net slash live. Bookmark that. It's going to be so fun. And remember to go easy on yourself this week, please. And I will see you back here next week for probably the most fun episode I've ever done. All right. Have a great week. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.